Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I am glad that you are here to join with me uh, on a hot, refreshing beverage. Today, it's chamomile. I just felt like chamomile was the right thing. (laughs) And joining with me on the couch today is Rosalie, our little kitty who has now curiously decided to get up and sniff my cup of tea. Uh, She's been uh, crawling up on me and uh, digging her claws into and kneading uh, my robe this morning. (laughs) So we'll see if you hear an ouch, you know the reason why. (laughs) Anyway, today is Tuesday, the 26th of May, 2020. I hope you had a good weekend. We had surprisingly less rain than anticipated, so we got a variety of things done. Some things we forgot to get done, but uh, we did have a, a good weekend, So and, uh, and that including you know yesterday as well uh, on Memorial Day and thinking back. And I, did, I guess I did do a podcast on my great uncle Henry uh, for that, but... Anyway, today it's back to work. Uh, Some of you uh, also joining with me heading back after a a holiday weekend. Some of you worked all holiday weekend. Um, That's just the way it is. (laughs) But uh, nope, today got to get out, get some uh, animals fed, get back, get prepped for the day, and uh, head back into therapy. But today, I did come across, actually, I came across it yesterday and saved it. And I thought, ooh, this is kind of neat, a thing to share with you. Let me uh, pull that up under my photos. Here we go. It's titled, Ten Ways to Love. And you may have seen this. I saw this go through in the past. And and, uh, this time, it was like, okay, this kind of jumped out at me. Uh, ten ways to love. Uh, how do you show? How do you show somebody that you do care about them, that you do love them, that you do appreciate them, that you do value them? So here are ten, ten suggestions. And what's kind of neat is this particular one has them tied to Bible verses. And uh, so what I'll do is I'll just share some of my thoughts. And uh, I don't have these all prepped up because there's 10 of them, Uh, but uh, uh, I will post this so you can kind of look and see what are the the biblical references that somebody has found and put together with this. But 10 ways to love. Number one, listen without interrupting. Listen without interrupting. So what does that mean? That means that if you're able to, to listen Without interrupting, you're really paying attention to what the other person says. Uh, You are taking time and dedicating time to hear. Uh, Not just, you know, nodding your head, but actually paying attention to what is being said. And I was thinking about this, you know, generally that is that is my practice. I guess where I, I generally find, and this is where, um, you know, a problem can come in, is where, where I will start interrupting is when 
there's, you know, kind of like either inaccurate or false information being presented, or if a person is going too far down a rabbit trail with that kind of information, too too wrong. And I'll do that in therapy sessions. I will on occasion interrupt and say, hey, hold on a second. Let's, let's back this up before it goes too far. Um, other ways that you know, where this is a problem with interrupting is where the goal is not to listen, but to argue. That's where it's more about you rather than listening to the other person. It's more about you talking than listening. So, and there's a time for that. I'm not saying that everybody has to listen 100% all the time, then no one would talk. So, uh, but when you, when you, Make and create the time to sit and listen. That is how a lot of people will interpret that, you know, in that area of you're expressing love, caring. Number two, speak without accusing. Speak without accusing. Because what happens when you accuse? Well, the other person's naturally going to get defensive. That happens. That's what takes place. And so... You know, if you're needing to share a subject, if you're needing to express yourself, you know, sometimes it's it's good to kind of, you know, put yourself in the right frame of mind and speak without accusing. Uh, you can talk about a problem behavior. You can talk about a problem situation. But you see, when you accuse, accusing usually involves intent. And do you really know the person's intent? Or is it just what you believe the intent is? So speak without accusing. Give without sparing. Give without sparing. Whether it's giving of your time, giving of finances, giving of emotional support. If you're going to give, give without sparing. Don't just give a little bit, you know, and and then pulling back. It's kind of like, are you thirsty? Uh, yeah, I'm really, really thirsty. Well, here's some water, but just, just a sip because I need to keep that water for myself, but I'll let you just have a sip. Um, it's that same kind of concept. Give without sparing. Pray without ceasing. You know, how many people have placed, you know, out on their Facebook page, you know, hey, prayers are needed. Well, there's a lot of people that need prayers that never even ask. And in today's world, we are so easily distracted by what, what I'm talking into, this computer we carry in our pocket that gives us access to anything and everything we could imagine out there information-wise, entertainment-wise. And we use that all the time. I'm as guilty as everybody else on that. And what did we do before we had these these little miracle phones? What would we do? Well, some people would, you know, have a book. But I'll tell you one thing that a lot of folks I have met will do with spare time or did with spare time was they would use that to talk to God. They would use that as a time of prayer. You know, those little snippets of time that we have. 
that we would we would use uh, that time to pray, to pray for ourselves, to pray for other people, just to have conversation with God. You know, I've often said over the years, you know, if you want to know about praying without ceasing, just think of it this way. If you had a, a person that was hanging out with you every day, family member, co-worker, and they were with you all the time, would you ignore them, never speak to them, never acknowledge them? No, you would have ongoing conversation. Well, guess what? Wherever you're at, so is God. So is God. And he's there. And he wants to be a part of your life. And we simply call talking to God is praying. So pray without ceasing. Answer without arguing. Now, there's a difference between correcting and arguing. When I think about arguing, I, I often will take it t- further down the road to being argumentative. And argumentative is about winning. And in the process of arguing to win. And so when we think about, you know, if you need to answer something, can you answer it without turning it into an argument? Yeah. Answer without arguing. Answer without, you know, pushing the relationship boundaries with an argument. Number six, share without pretending. Share without pretending. So what does that mean? Well, when I think about those, those three words, if we're sharing something, are we genuine? Are we genuine when we share something? Or are we pretending to be genuine? When we share that we are interested with somebody, Are we being genuine or are we pretending? You know, pretending may seem the right thing, but maybe what we need to do is if something's really important to somebody else and we're going to try to share in on it, guess what? Be genuine. If it's that important, if your kid is involved in something and it's real important to them, well, get into it to some extent yourself. Don't just, you know, Uh, Fake it. You know, share. Get involved. Seven, enjoy without complaint. Enjoy without complaint. Yeah. There's all kinds of things that may not always go exactly as we want. That doesn't mean we can't enjoy it. You know, if somebody makes you a meal... Be thankful for the meal and enjoy it. No, it's not going to be like how your mother made it or your grandmother made it or this restaurant you went to that had this fantastic version of it. Just enjoy it and be appreciative of you know what you what you have received. Enjoy without complaint. You know, in your workspace. You know, I've, I, there's certain things I've complained loudly about. Why? Because those things make it hard to enjoy the other. 
But for the most part, I do enjoy it. You know, when I used to work for hospice, I drove all the time. And there's enjoyment for me for driving to a certain point. But driving is also stressful. And so having an office where people come to me instead of me going to them, there's an, there's an enjoyment. You know, the more you can enjoy without complaining, the richer what you experience, plus the other person isn't, you know, hearing you say, oh, this is great, but, and then here comes the complaint. So just enjoy. It's kind of that old saying, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. If somebody's giving you a horse, don't check on the age. They're giving you a horse. Eight, trust without wavering. Trust without wavering. The, you know, is anybody perfect? No. None of us are perfect out there. All of us screw up, each and every one, without exception. But we still need to strive to trust. We still need to act in trust. You know, one of the things that can happen is we'll look at one particular fault, one particular offense, one particular thing, and we discount everything else. Well, that that makes us waver, or maybe we don't understand, and so we don't trust, and that causes us to waver. You know what? Trust is a decision that we make. Trust is a decision. If we're trusting people to be 100% perfect, then it's not a problem with them, it's a problem with us. We have to realize and recognize that each person has their own struggles, their own limits, their own issues, and their own limits in, <clears throat> in certain areas when it comes to trustworthiness. But that doesn't mean a person has to be completely thrown away. So trust is a decision that we make on how we want to approach a relationship. And we need to be unwavering in, in, our, in our trust of people. Yeah, they're going to goof up. That's where forgiveness is there. Yeah, we're going to misinterpret or misunderstand things. And we need to say, but this relationship is important enough. I need to get through this. I need to work through this. I need to approach them. I need to understand. Number nine, forgive without punishing. See, the definition I've used for years is, is for, forgiveness is giving up the right to retaliation for the sake of something greater. And forgive without punishing. That means if you're going to forgive, you're giving up that, that right to punish them. You're forgiving them. You're saying, it's okay. I understand. And yes, what you did was wrong. But the relationship that we have is more important. Yes, I forgive. And number 10, promise without forgetting. Wow, that's harder. Uh, that's, that's easier said than done. That's a hard one sometimes to go through. Because what one person promises that may not be a huge deal to them, another person may take as being very important. And we don't necessarily always realize the importance of a promise to another person. 
And sometimes we may fall into a pattern of promising all kinds of stuff. Um, but we don't take them serious enough to, to follow through completely. Or sometimes life is too full and there's just too many promises because there's too much going on. But what we need to do is really make an effort to remember and not forget the promises that we make. Promises are important. Promises are, are ways that other people grade and judge us. And, of course, just like on, you know, perfection, none of us are perfect. All of us make mistakes. It's a two-sided road. We need to work to improve that, but the other side needs to also to practice the skills of forgiveness. So when you do make a promise, do not forget it. Work to achieve it. You know, that's important. I think that's important to kids, especially, because what's important to kids uh, may not be as important to parents because we have different priorities. And I can think of times where I was hurt by promises forgotten. And, uh, but there comes a point where it's like, okay, how long am I going to hold on to this? How long? So uh, that's the uh, forgiveness part. But we need to strive to keep those promises and not forget them. So I said there was also some Bible verses to these. And uh, so what I'll do is I'm going to post this out there on the Morning Coffee page. And if you are interested in those, go out to that, look them up. I'm sure that there's some good, good source material there. But that is it for today. I hope you have a great one on this Tuesday. And we will catch you tomorrow for some more chamomile tea or coffee or whatever you want to enjoy. Have a great one, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.